This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Time to connect with Wendy Christine, health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution. Uh, really nice to be uh, hanging out with Wendy. We just want to say a big thanks to uh, Mana Health Products uh, that sponsor our conversation that we have together uh, every single Thursday. This insert sponsored by Mana Health Products, the only 100% natural organic supplement for blood sugar control. And here she is. Morning, Wendy. Morning, Brad. Good today? Yes, how are you? I'm fine. I have what I like to call weatherlitis. Not today, though. But I have it when it's dark and gloomy. And you mentioned this last week, I think you spoke about SAD or SAD, Seasonal Affective Disorder. And I said, I always thought it was called weatherlitis. Because it's hard to explain, but you just feel a bit... That's the only way I can really express how you feel when the weather's a bit gloomy. But you don't always feel like that. So what's going on? And how can we turn that all upside down? Well... So the, the weather definitely does play a role in our moods, and certainly in some individuals more than in others. Mm. And there's a few things that we can do. If, if we know that we are prone to this low mood when the weather changes, then we need to be aware of that so that we can do certain things to make sure that we don't go into that real pit of despair yeah. um, and that we really can um, help our bodies and help our minds and our emotions to feel better. But what's actually going on? I mean, what is causing us to potentially struggle with our mental well-being? I also respect the fact that others have experienced things like trauma, etc., leaving people, you know, having a, a, a real uh, need to seek out medical advice and an intervention and medication, etc. Uh, we respect that. So just on that note, Wendy, just as we talk about some general mood here, um, is it also possible through some of the things you're going to share this morning for someone who's really struggling with something in an extreme way that can also benefit from this? Yes. So anybody who's struggling with a mood um, issue would be able to benefit from these, you know, these things that we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Um, but they must please, you know, if, if you're finding yourself in a dark place, seek the help, yeah. get the help that you need, and use these, you know, these things that we're going to talk about as supportive ways to make sure that you you know you feel a lot better soon mm. because it is just it is a combination of things and generally when you find yourself feeling a little gloomy you you want to withdraw and you want to you know all the things that you should actually be doing you don't do yes which makes it worse so I do think that it's quite important um, so when the weather is is gloomy and gray it actually changes the chemicals you know, the chemicals in the brain. So the way that the communication happens in our in our minds can cause us to have a low mood. Mm. So what we really need to be doing then is we need to be trying to create a bit of an opposite. So try and find a sunny spot to go and sit in, you know, even if you have to dress up warmer as the weather gets colder, we'll still have some sunny days, you know, zip up if you need to, but get out into the warmth, just feel it shining on your face. I mean, is that a step in the right direction? That's a definite step in the right direction. So light is one of the most important things for mood. And I think that's why when we, um, when it gets gloomy and we, we, we're inside more often, it's darker in the, it gets darker later and mm. it's darker earlier in the day. So we don't really get as much light exposure. <clears throat> and, that, and your house light and your fluorescent light is not quite the same as sunlight. Mm. So we do need to get enough light exposure so that we can feel, so that it can affect our brain chemistry um, adequately. 
Um, what happens actually in the brain chemistry? I mean, what's being boosted by the introduction of the light? So serotonin is one of the main neurotransmitters in brain chemicals that is um, stimulated. Mm. And if we don't have enough, uh, if we don't have enough serotonin, we will feel more depressed. So what can you do artificially? Can you do something like that artificially? Yes. So there is an artificial form of therapy called light therapy. um, And that really does help people who struggle with a seasonal affective disorder. And and seasonal affective disorder differs from your standard depression and your other mood issues in in that it normally only happens in autumn and and winter. Hmm. So by the time spring comes, you know, your mood picks up and you feel better again. So it's really a seasonal thing. It's not a consistent thing. Mm. Um, and the light therapy mimics that outdoor light. So it, it helps for positive changes to happen in the brain. And it lifts the mood. It reduces the fatigue that normally comes with um, a lower mood. And often people can sleep as well, which is not really yeah. good for mood either. Something must be said, though, for those people who enjoy being active, you know, it's almost as if the weather doesn't bother them too much. They enjoy hiking in the summer. They go hiking in the winter. You know, they just have the right gear to keep themselves from getting too cold. But they're always out there and they're always moving. And we often find the excuse, oh, it's too cold to move or it's too gloomy to head outside, you know, and people don't even want to take a walk around the block with an umbrella. We actually get a bit lazy in the winter. Yes, we we absolutely do. Um, I think comfortable is the is the word. Yes. Lazy and comfortable, because you don't want to move out of your comfort zone. You want to stay under that blanket. You want to be less active, um, because it's warmer inside and it is more comfortable. But that's really not going to help your mood. So you know, to as you said, go walk outside with that umbrella, dress up warmly. We have clothing that we can, you know, that we have access to. Um, so I think just being active maintaining as much of a level of activity or setting up your indoor gym close to your sliding door so that you can look yeah. outside at least, you know, to, and, and keep yourself active through the winter months. What else can we do besides just getting active, which is good all around, but some few other ideas for people who might not be, uh, be able to figure this out for themselves that we can do just to elevate our mood, particularly when the weather's a bit gloomy? So, you know, we need to do things that help us to feel more cheerful. So watch a cheerful movie, something that makes you laugh, a comedy. We need to laugh more. I think just yeah. generally we, we've become very serious. So anything that can help us to laugh more is going to be beneficial. If we play games and interact with other people, social interaction I think is one of the most important things as well for healthy mood. So make sure that you're interacting socially um, in whichever way, whether you're playing games together or watching movies together or just chatting and having a nice um, interaction with someone. We've spoken about the exercise, even if it's indoors, mm. dancing and singing, whether you can or can't, <laughs> um, just do it because it, it really helps to, to boost your mood. Um, and then as we, we, we have said about the, the exercise, that it, it yeah. increases the endorphins. So when we're exercising, those endorphins are the other um, chemical that's important for a healthy mood. So um, let's talk about food because we love to comfort eat and we suddenly realize that we love rusks more in the winter than we do in the summer and we'll say, oh, just another helping or let's just dunk another slice of bread in the soup because the soup is really good for you. Meanwhile, the bread is <laughs> the crumbs all over the table. Yes, not, not quite so good. Yes. No. So carbohydrates, definitely, and you know, we've spoken about this many times, are, are not really going to help. Mm-mm. It gives you a temporary um, boost, but then it 
causes weight gain and it causes sluggishness and it disrupts your blood sugar. So we, we, we would want to continue to avoid those or, or certainly minimize them. Um, but there certainly are some foods and nutrients that are helpful for a healthy mood. And I think the one nutrient is vitamin D3, yes. which we get from the sunshine. There's obviously less sunshine, but there's still UV light when we, um, even if it's raining outside. So if we can still try and get that exposure to light, um, that, that certainly helps. But check your vitamin D levels. It's a simple blood test that you can do. And if you have low vitamin D, you will need to supplement with that, especially over the winter months because it is such a vital um, a vitamin for mood. Mm. What else can there be? Because we know vitamin D3, but you can test for that, Wendy, can't you? It's one of those that we, you can test for. Yes, we can test for that. So you can just do a blood test, um, you can check that, and then um, if you notice your levels are low, you know that you need to supplement with that more specifically. Mm. Any more things that we should and must definitely be eating more of? Yes. So there are, I've got, there's many, but there's five that I've, I've chosen okay. and the one would be fatty fish, yeah. the other one would be dark chocolate, Ooh. fermented food, nuts and seeds and coffee. I never thought I'd hear you say that coffee part, so let's start <laughs> there. I, I struggled myself. He's like, what am I typing? This doesn't feel right. Okay, Wendy, so uh, let's start there because now everybody's like, what's this now? <laughs> All right, so let's talk about good quality coffee and we're not talking about five, six, seven cups of coffee a day, we're talking about two to three cups of coffee a day. Mm-hmm. So good quality coffee in moderation can definitely be beneficial because it increases the neurotransmitters such as dopamine and norepinephrine. Mm. Um, Obviously, we know that uh, coffee is a good source of caffeine, but it also has chlorogenic acid, and all of these can have mood-boosting properties. Mm. Um, Let's get back to the fish, one of my favorites. (laughs) You said fatty fish, and I just thought about my sardine that I ate yesterday at lunchtime, and that made me feel good. I enjoyed that memory. Tell us more about the fatty fish. Yes, so your fatty fish, so that's your salmon, your sardines, your tuna, um, any of the fatty, oily fish, um, your krill, those type of things, they contain omega-3 fatty acids, uh-huh. and those are really important for a healthy brain, but also for cell signaling. So they send messages between the cells that help um, to keep our brains healthy, especially, and then obviously mood. Um, dark chocolate. Wendy, I, I decided once, I, I'm probably going to blame my wife here because she would be the kind of person that would try something weird. She said, let's try this dark chocolate. I think it's 90% dark chocolate. So I tried that and I thought, well, this tastes a little bit like nothing to me and it's very unpleasant. So I said, if I can have another one, can I please have it with a piece of date on top? Uh, so dark chocolate, I guess, is not everybody's cup of tea, uh, but there's obviously something good in there. Yes, it's, not, it's definitely not everybody's cup of tea. It certainly is an acquired taste. And you get anywhere from 70 to 90%. So the real diehards manage the 90%. But, you know, your, your average dark chocolate is around 70 to 80%. Mm. Um, and what's nice about that is it, it contains all the, the good properties of chocolate without all the sugar. Yes. And, and, and not as many milk solids as well. So people who have a dairy sensitivity might be able to tolerate a little bit of the dark chocolate too. And so it's rich in chemical compounds that increase those feel-good chemicals in the brain. And, um, it, and, and magnesium is another form of, uh, or chocolate contains magnesium, yes. which is also very important for brain health and for mood and for muscles and for you know, many other functions in the body. Um, we had the conversation around the importance of gut health just a few weeks ago. And you brought up fermented foods as an important part of having good gut health because so much of the feel-good chemicals 
come from the gut, which was kind of weird to me when you first mentioned it, but I get it now. So are we back there again this morning? We are back there. So 90% of our serotonin is produced in the gut. Amazing. So it's vital that we are feeding the digestive tract healthy foods because if we are not feeding our, our bodies healthy foods, we're feeding the microbes in our digestive system unhealthy stuff. Oh. And they will flourish and they will thrive. We want to feed the good bacteria so that they can continue to produce that tryptophan and serotonin that's necessary for our, our, our good um, feel-good chemicals in our brain. So then we need to be having those nuts and seeds then? Nuts and seeds as well because they have those the, the tryptophan, which is the precursor for serotonin, um, and amino acids. They also are rich in zinc and selenium. So they are um, increasing our brain function. They are supporting our brains and they're reducing our um, risk for depression. In closing here, Wendy, as we look at all of the things you've shared today, if you were to take away the fact that we're talking about ways to elevate your mood and you just isolate some of the activities that we could be doing, like watching a cheerful movie together, playing games, laughing more, exercising, you were saying, and dancing and social interaction, exercise, vitamin D3 and all of the foods that you've mentioned. I mean, we should be doing this every day. So if we, because there's an overlap here week on week when we share about all the areas of life and nutrition and movement that we need to adjust or shift around to live the best life that we can live, it seems similar to every week there's a little overlapping factor. So we can just make the necessary changes in our diet and movement and we could be a healthy bunch of people that have good gut health, that sleep well, that have a, a good general mood that have the strength we need to tackle the tasks every day and flourish. I mean, it feels in a way to me like this isn't rocket science. Yeah, it does feel quite simple. Um, and I think the, the principles are quite um, basic. And they do certainly overlap. It, do, it is basic principles that you can apply to, to everyday life. And it should have a positive knock-on effect in, in every area of your mm. life. We love that. That's some um, fantastic advice, as always, from me. Come on, everyone. We can do this. We could live a better version of ourselves. We could be as dealing with less pain and less disease and living a better version or quality of life. I feel like we owe it to ourselves and to our families. As always, Wendy, a huge thanks to you. Pleasure, Brad. Thanks so much. Have a really good day. You too. Bye-bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.